amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw Countout on today's episode with news dropping with Triple H announcing that there's going to be a draft coming up in the next couple weeks at some point soon. Uh, We thought we would take a look at the the current state of the roster and determine maybe give Triple H a helping hand Mm. in terms of shuffling the roster around. So today we're going to list off 10, 10, 10 superstars from the WWE that should change brands. Correct. Uh, So, yeah, let's go ahead and dive right into it. Yeah, we can jump right into it. Why not? Yeah, let's do it. All right, number 10. 10. Uh, Number 10 is The Miz. The Miz. Yes, The Miz. The Miz. (laughs) I I didn't have my notes up, but I put that one in there. So, Here's one of my, I mentioned this on uh, one of our episodes, the other thing on Wednesday's uh, questions episode. Yeah, at some point. Raw is a three-hour slog, right? Um, At best, it can move along at a decent pace and be fairly entertaining. At worst, it takes three hours and makes it feel like five hours. Yes. Um, Part of that is uh, just sort of the content involved. And when you have Miz TV on a Raw Sometimes I feel like they just use that to fill time as opposed to advance anything. Um, the Miz has had uh, some uh, some uh, time well spent on the SmackDown brand. Like he's been for when he was doing the Intercontinental stuff, like 2016 or so. Yeah, that 20- feud against Dolph, wasn't that on SmackDown? That was good stuff. That, that was, was on SmackDown, stuff. yeah. Um, so as a competitor, if the Miz gets like a, a shift over to brands, uh, maybe it'll give him a little dose of relevancy, perhaps, or at the very least, they won't just be like, oh, we've got three hours to fill. Let's throw a Miz TV on there and have that go on endlessly. No, SmackDown, it's a tighter two hours. So maybe they would have to use him in a much more efficient manner, which is I kind of feel how they should be using the Miz in a oh, much, much more efficient manner. Agreed. You know, uh, I, I can't I can think of a few things. Uh, as wrestling fans, it sucks out my life force more than watching an episode of turning on an episode of Raw and have it open with an episode edition of Ms. TV. Right, exactly. That just sets yeah. the table for a long slog of a three-hour Raw. And you're yeah. right. Send the Miz to SmackDown where every second is valuable because it's a shorter show. Get him in segments for maximum impact. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and it might be a bit of a, a a creative rebirth for the Miz, if you will, because you're not putting them out there to do ten minute talkie bits on Miz TV. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and I don't know. I just his general presentation fits SmackDown. SmackDown is a because of the blues. It's much more polished. It feels much more polished. You know. You know what? Know what we need to do finally. What? Remember, it was on an episode of SmackDown that Miz was in the ring. And Shinsuke Nakamura debuted on the main roster. Oh, yeah. A feud yeah, that yeah, we, yeah. I think, never got. Yeah, we never really actually got Finally that. Finally get that. 
Yeah, that's possible because, of course, Shinsuke is on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. He's going to be returning yesterday. Yeah, 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 yesterday. <laughs> right. He returned yesterday. Uh, so, anyways, yeah, I think The Miz, that's a good one to move brands. Uh, next up, number nine. Nine. Karrion Cross. He needs to fall and pray over to Raw. To Monday Night Raw. So, you know, he was one of the, the, the several uh, re-signings that Triple H did. Uh, when he assumed control of creative and and I think of those um you know I thought I had the the highest hopes for him in terms of what he was going to be doing I mean he debuted in a segment with Roman Reigns in it yeah yeah you know and he had a feud with Drew McIntyre true that was kind of a split they each want to match memory serves mm-hmm. um and he hasn't been doing much since mm-hmm I mean, say what you will about his his in-ring ability. You can't argue about his presentation. He's got it's the presentation notch. of a main eventer. He does. And and if they're not doing much with him on SmackDown, set him to Raw. There's more time. There's three hours. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Give him more opportunity to explore his character. Give him more opportunities to, to put on matches. Start mm-hmm. building him up because he's a really good opponent for your other upper mid-card or main eventers on Raw. Yeah, you know we're going to yeah. talk about Bobby Lashley here uh, a bit uh, later on, but imagine a feud between Kerry and Cross and Bobby Lashley on Raw, if, or even Bronson Reed. You know, I think that's the kind of thing that can ele- elevate both guys. I agree mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Omas, how about this? You take Miz off Raw, uh, and then you put Kerry and Cross there. He gets a talk show. That's good. Cross talk, crossfire. Wasn't that a, Wasn't that a <laughs> crossfire? Yeah, crossfire. I knew I was close. Yeah. Get his own talk show, but it's not just a talk show. It's, it's that format where it's him, yeah. and then mm, I don't know who's 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 a good foil for carrying cross on this talk show. Oh, uh, Austin Theory. I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah, mm. that's, yeah, that's that not very good at all. He can't talk at all. Kevin Owens just no sells everything. All right, that's does. good. Kevin Owens and carrying cross on cross talk. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Yeah, that and then in, in cross the K and the O were both capitalized because yeah. Kevin Owens. Yeah, right, right. Wow, we just invented a great new segment. I know that could be amazing, and then they bring in like special guest uh, Frank Ledger. Yeah, and or, he's also the sponsor. Yes, or Jesse Ventura, and it's oh, just yeah. carrying oh. Cross doing his Jesse Ventura voice. <laughs> he's like, "Hey, how do you like this voice that I'm doing right now?" Um, yeah, but no. Getting back to the serious business of professional wrestling, uh, carrying Cross on Raw. I like that one. He's got he's got a Raw feel, anyways. Like his whole entrance, once it goes from being black and white, it's all like red and menacing. It's got a, he's got a very Raw feel, anyways. He does, he does. Yeah, that's where he debuted it from main roster with the bucket on his head. So. Yeah, but he didn't have the whole presentation though. No, he didn't. God, he had, they they chumped him out so bad. Oh, they really did. They really yeah, did. So, damn. you know, I I understand apparently a lot of people that Triple H brought back were brought back for depth. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still pretty surprising um, given how uh, the packaging of carrying cross, they haven't done more with them. And, and someone uh, I have here in the honorable mentions, I guess we can talk about him now. Johnny Gargano, given mm-hmm. the, 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 the amazing success he had at NXT, it's kind of surprising mm-hmm. that the triple H hasn't done more with him on the main roster. Yeah, I agree. The cross thing is interesting because cross to me, like, you know, not to, I'm not trying to throw shade or anything, but like I can think of a couple names, like, uh, hit row Bronson Reed, uh, like Tegan Knox, Meechin maybe. I understand some of the people that are kind of obvious. They're obviously there for depth, you know. And it's it's not meant for shade or anything. Any of those people, I think, can break out into a bigger role if they find something. But Cross doesn't strike me as a guy that you would bring in for depth. You don't have that kind of presentation. 
and and his uh, his gravitas, his promos are really good. Everything they do with him that are like little mini short films are really good. It is surprising to me, and I wonder if I wonder if maybe to a degree with Cross, there's too much there for them to concentrate on because there's a lot going on. It's like. Is he supernatural? Is he a mob guy? Is he a hitman? What's the deal with Scarlet? I wonder if like backstage, there's like too much going on there for them to be like, okay, this makes sense for him to do. I, I don't know. I think there's a lot you can do with them, but it it's it's almost as if like when when he did the Andre, the, the, the giant battle royal, mm-hmm. he just saunters on down with everybody else. I'm like, this guy, it's, it's like, I don't know. He he could have the same Bray Wyatt mystique, you yeah. know? Like yeah. I feel like he could have that too. Yeah. But uh they just sort of wheel him out there like a normal guy. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Part of me thinks he still hasn't really fully recovered from that Adam Cole promo in NXT. That was a devastating one. It really was. Now if they oh. if they if they would allow him to wrestle the style that we've seen him wrestle not in WWE elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe he can kind of Get back to get back to to, to where maybe uh, he he should be in terms of higher on the card. But man, that that promo, wow! Like once a month, you you, you come across that. So I'm puts that up. You know, that's just devastating. It's just you, you can see the look on his face when Adam Cole says, "You know what they do to, to, to Adam Cole in the ring to make him feel special? That's special." Ring of the bell, <laughs> and just his carrying cross body language just just mm. it just it's such a tell. I know. It is. It just wrecked him. You ever see a guy drowning him. out of water? That's what it. That's yeah. what it looks like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you know, he grew his hair back. He's a new guy. Uh, yeah. The funny thing is, all you really need for him is like, you take some of those people you brought back for depth, and then you haven't beat them. Yeah. Haven't beat Bronson Reed. Haven't beat. I hate to say this, but haven't beat Johnny Gargano. You know, maybe Gargano can sneak a win in against Cross, but then Cross just annihilates the guy. You know, yeah, gets his heat back. Yeah. Yeah. Put him in there with people he can beat. Yeah. Uh, Moving on. Number eight. Eight. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Piper Niven. So she's currently on the Raw brand. Correct. This was one of your picks. What What do you see that uh, with Piper Niven that would benefit her being on SmackDown? Um, when I look at the SmackDown uh, women's division, you have uh, Raquel and Liv. They're the tag champions now. Um, and down the line, Raquel would seem an obvious f- feud for Rhea Ripley, who's a SmackDown Women's Champion after WrestleMania, given their 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 history. They had a great last woman standing match at NXT, but that, they're not going to do that feud probably while Raquel and Liv are tag champs. Other than Raquel and Liv and Charlotte, who you know Rhea just defeated for the title, I don't know really who else there is on the SmackDown brand to really step up and and be a, a, a contender for Rhea's championship. And that's why yeah. I thought Piper Niven bring yeah, over from Raw. She's a fantastic wrestler. Um, you put her in a program with Rhea Ripley, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, over the spring or summer. And you have them put on a series of really good matches that'll help elevate Piper, yeah. who is seemingly, you know, on Raw irregularly. She's not on mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. Um, and I know... 
I, you know, I, we just mentioned in, in the, the Miz uh, uh, entry here that you know time is precious on SmackDown, but I mm. feel like if if you bring her over on SmackDown with the idea, with the purpose of getting her into a feud with Rhea as soon as you can, mm-hmm. just take some time building her up on SmackDown, get into that feud, and, and really come up with something that can elevate everybody involved. I think that'd be mm-hmm. great. Yeah, no, I, th- I think it's a really good idea. I've seen her uh, be KOD'd by Bianca like a ton of times. And so I think that that's that's probably a good sign that it's time for her to go elsewhere. And like you're saying, the depth on the SmackDown women's roster, Rhea, uh, uh, opponents for Rhea, is there's really not a whole lot of them. Um, so, yeah, I think that I think Piper Niven going over SmackDown makes a ton of sense. You can, you know, draft her and then in, before she debuts, run some vignettes to sort of reacquaint the audience with Piper Niven and, and how devastating she can be, have her come in big win streak. And then, you know, eats a loss to Rhea Ripley where they mm-hmm. do some like impressive feats of strength, you know? Yeah. 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 And, yeah. yeah I, I think that could do wonders for, for Piper. And then, you know, then, then the, 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 the question is if she has that momentum coming out of that feud, even though she doesn't win the title, what's next? Can they capitalize on it. They you need know? a mid card title for the women yeah, because that would have Piper Niven written all over it, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's move on to the next one. Number seven, seven, Austin Theory. So I know he's a current U.S. champion. So like, I, I didn't really plan for you send that guy over. Will you send Gunther over to Raw? Sure, maybe. Who knows? Um, but uh, regardless, it sort of falls under the category that I had. The Miz, guys who show up on Raw, they have them like this guy shouldn't be in there talking for ten minutes. Uh, and they need to get, find a character for him. And I feel like maybe a change of scenery would help that. And uh, beyond, I mean, what will help that is if creative sits down and actually comes up with something for him. But, but whenever I see Austin Theory on Raw, I think, ugh, all right, here's more stuff that's not terribly compelling that I know is not going to go anywhere. Why don't you put him on a show again? that he'll benefit from the efficiency of time. You know, use Austin Theory in in smaller doses, but in smarter doses. Yeah. And I feel like maybe that would be the case. The creative team would be forced to do that on SmackDown. I mean, maybe. I, I One advantage to moving Theory to SmackDown, I guess as well as moving Gunther to Raw, would be fresh matchups. Yeah, sure. You know, how many times have we seen Austin Theory in a program with Seth Rollins and Bobby, Bobby Lashley? Lashley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you send Theory over to SmackDown. You got feud with Sheamus, Drew McIntyre, mm-hmm. uh, Nakamura. Mm-hmm. Um, I could go on carrying Cross if he were to stay there. Mm-hmm. There's a series of feuds that, you know, given the right story, could help him develop a more well-defined, unique character, other than just oh, I'm 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 a badass dude who likes to fight, but I'm not very good at winning. You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And on the, on you know, looking at it from the raw perspective, you bring Gunther over there. Right. Yeah. Tons of fresh yeah. matchups for him. And there's dude, there's, there's, you know, I, I did a, a breakdown. I don't know when I'm going to put out the video, but I did a breakdown of triple H booked raw versus a Vince McMahon booked raw. And in that last hour of this past week's raw, there were like three matches that each went. It was like 80 minutes. I'm sorry. It was 40 minutes of wrestling in just the third hour. Wow. 40 solid minutes. The week before Vince McMahon, the entire three hours is 40 minutes of wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. So just in that last hour, if you're going to get Gunther, a guy who 
you want to see him in 15-minute matches minimum, right? Yeah. You put him on the show that lasts three hours. Yeah. Because there's hella room for that. These days, like, Gunther, it's like there's not enough time to really make the most of what Gunther can do. This entry is now just basically more of a reason to bring Gunther over to Raw than Theory over to SmackDown. Well, I think you'd put Theory over to SmackDown. You'd have to bring Gunther to Raw. Right, because they're both the mid-cards, yeah. Yeah. Um, But, uh, but yeah, you bring Imperium and Gunther, so you got a tag team and Gunther over there on Raw. There's a lot more time to do more stuff with those guys. Um, And I don't know, again, with Theory, kind of a polished guy. uh, I see Smack, I just see him. On SmackDown, that United States Championship, it looks really fancy. I could mm-hmm. see that on SmackDown. Yeah, um, and it has a history on SmackDown as well. It was there for quite a while for a yeah. spell there. Um, um, uh, another yeah. advantage to potentially bringing Gunther over to Raw, is, assuming that Cody Rhodes stays on the Red Brand, is you can revisit mm-hmm. that. You know, their little mini yeah, match right. at the end of the Royal Rumble was really good. Mm-hmm, yeah, if you're yeah. telling the story uh, of Cody over the summer leading to Mania 40, potentially, if he's got to run into every obstacle, every bit of adversity he can. Yeah. Well, he manages whether, you know, depending if they do the, the thing with Brock, where Brock, if he wins at Backlash, Cody wins the rematch at King and Queen of the Ring, or they wait and revisit that feud later, you could maybe do something comparable with Gunther, mm-hmm. where, yeah. you know, Cody has to, well, he gets past Brock either in, in a victory or defeat. Okay. What's next? Gunther. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. and Gunther beats him. Yeah, yeah. I'm just booking Cody to lose all through the first half. Yeah, of this I year. don't really get. You know, that's just not it's adversity, know. Steve. Well, that's one way of putting it. And, um, uh, and after Gunther, you know, beats Honky Tonk Man, uh, a record for Intercontinental Title Reign, maybe he drops the belt at some point. And if you want them to cross paths again, Cody and Gunther, you could do it then. Yeah. Another thing that you put Gunther over on Raw, what it accomplishes is keeping him away from Roman Reigns. Because at some point, with as much winning as Gunther does, I know people are going to be like, "Um, why isn't he fighting this guy?" Mm-hmm. And if Roman's going to have both those titles, I mean, we haven't really talked about, you know, are they going to split the titles again, or what are they going to do there? But uh, but if if everything remains the status quo beyond the draft and shuffling some superstars around, um, Gunther getting away from Roman. Uh, on who you know, SmackDown is basically Roman's brand. I know he's champion on both brands, but yeah, he's not very, uh, he's not on Raw very often. He's not on Raw very often. Uh, that also accomplishes that and sort of saves maybe a Gunther Roman matchup for way down the line. Yeah, when Roman's yeah. on super part time schedule. Yeah. Uh, anyways, moving on to number six. Six. Bobby Lashley heads to SmackDown. So uh, you know now that Roman is is still champ champ. Undisputed Universal Champion. He's pretty much run through everybody on SmackDown, mm-hmm. um, with the exception, I guess, of Nakamura. And we'll see if they uh, revisit that little bit of story that happened some point last year. It was you after know, Boogs got hurt. It was after last year's WrestleMania. Yeah, Boogs. some yeah. Somebody mentioned, uh, and I noticed this too, scrolling through my Instagram, that WWE posted a video of like, what was it? Nakamura eliminating Reigns from the Rumble or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And then like right there in text in the headline, Nakamura beats Reigns. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so I I, no, I don't think for a second that digital knows what creative is going to do uh, in visiting that. But I mean, given that he's debuting on SmackDown yesterday, um, it's entirely reasonable that they're going to try to do something with Shinsuke and, and yeah. Roman. That wouldn't shock me at all. No, it wouldn't shock me either. You know, given, especially they brought Riddle back, at least with Triple H book in the show, it was, Right back into the bloodline feud. Mm-hmm, yeah, Wouldn't right. surprise me they did the same with Nakamura. You know, if Nakamura still uh, took issue with the Usos for hurting Boogs, even though mm-hmm. it was just a freak thing during the match. Yeah. Um, if they were to revisit that particular story, getting back around to Bobby Lashley. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's a bummer they didn't reform the Hurt Business because if they had given us Hurt Business versus Bloodline over the summer, that would have been incredible. That would have been really cool, yeah. That would have been really awesome. Um, because I don't believe we've had a match between Bloodline Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm. And there's the possibility there for some really good stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially if, if his Hurt Business with Bobby Lashley, but even without the Hurt Business, I think there's potential there for for Lashley to do some really interesting things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, right now, Lashley seems to be in a bit of a feud with Bronson Reed, which mm-hmm. the match on Raw was fun enough. You know, and I'm sure they're going to have uh, several more matches or encounters where they're going to show off some really impressive feats of strength. But I kind of just feel like that's what that story is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. as 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 over and as well utilized as Lashley was last year, seemingly this year, they just don't really know how to best utilize him. They were going to have him a few with Bray Wyatt, which is a weird fit and it never happened. And then he, Bobby Lashley should be in the main event on a regular basis. For all the for all the bluster about oh we booked this stuff out months in advance under Triple H, I was kind of surprised at the idea that they really didn't know what they were going to do with Bobby, even heading into Bray calling both Bobby and Brock out. Mm-hmm. Whichever one of you gets out of this, run. You know I've, mm-hmm. I've got next or whatever he said. And then Brock like was like yeah, I don't want to work with Bray, so he stuck with Bobby. Which like you said, that's just a weird feud. And then like they didn't even utilize him. On night two, when there is an opportunity to do that, yeah, the whole thing, the whole situation was weird. He needs something to get him back on track. I mean, the Reed stuff, I think, is going to be fun. It's already been pretty fun. Like you said, it's going to be pretty one-dimensional, but, you know, there's a place for that. But long-term speaking, he's going to need something new. Yeah. Yeah. You All know, right. if, if, if the story is, is is he's, you know, going after the bloodline by himself. And I know we've mm-hmm. seen this countless times, but I don't think we've ever, we haven't seen someone of, Bobby Lashley's stature say I'm going to take down I'm, gonna, I'm willing to challenge the entire bloodline to get my hands on Roman and get a chance at those titles yeah right yeah you know and yeah. I think that'd be that after Wrestlemania after Roman retaining and beating Cody you run the risk of the bloodline formula getting a bit stale mm-hmm. especially yeah, if each sure. match is going to finish the same way um, so having someone like Lashley get involved with the bloodline could kind of freshen things up from a creative perspective and keep things interesting if, if they come uh, come about that storyline from a, with a different approach. He needs a Bloodline Hunter shirt. Yeah. Because they haven't done that for a little while for hunting, for faction hunters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did Kazarian actually have an elite hunter shirt? I think he did. I think he did. I think he had an elite hunter shirt. I mean, of shirt, course, yeah. uh, Yoshitatsu, of course, did have a Bullet Club Hunter shirt. Bullet Club I hunter. used to have it. I might still have yeah. it somewhere. I think Jinder Mahal had Rawgate Mutant Hunter. Well, that was, that right. was We Book Raw. Pretty, it's still canon. Uh, let's move on. Number five. Five. Yes, boy. Pretty deadly. This seems the most obvious NXT call up uh, for the draft. I mean, they've, they've done all, seemingly all they can in NXT. Uh, yeah, they right. were the hosts for yeah. Stand Deliver. Yeah. Um, they lost to Gallus in the rematch, I believe. Or they just lost. No, no, they beat. Sorry, they beat Tony D and Stax. They, they beat did, them. yeah. Yeah. So maybe they're not going to. Tony D and Stax is sort of their thing is losing. I know. So maybe they won't be called up. But this seems to make the most sense. Um, uh, You know, I have here on the honorable mention some other NXT calls potentially that would make a lot of sense, like the Creed Brothers. Mm -hmm, Yeah. Um, uh, Katana Chance and Caden Carter. Mm -hmm. They just lost the women's tag title. So who knows what they're going to do. Yeah. And then Zoe Stark. Yeah, that's a good one. 
Um, but yeah, pretty deadly with their with their their character, their characters seem just ready made for for main roster. They really do. They're very polished. They're they're ready to go. Put them on SmackDown and they'll do great. Um, and it'll add some 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 beef to the uh, to the tag team division, which I hope they split those titles too because yeah. you can't just have you know one tag team when you've got like two brands. That doesn't yeah. make any sense. Oh, imagine imagine a program between them and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. That'd be fun. That'd be great. They'd That'd be, be a lot Kevin of fun. Owens would be beside. He's like, what is your guys' deal? I know. Why do you act like that? What what is what is all this stuff here? I know. Who are you, Scott <laughs> Hall? Me. You're not Scott yeah. Hall. Yeah. Um, Gallus is another one. I know they're currently the tag team champions. They basically just got there. But uh, Gallus are sort of like main roster ready. Yeah. You know, you can just be like, okay, Joe, you're going to be single Gallus here in NXT because you yeah. just got there. The other guys, now that you're here, we're going to move on. Mark and Wolfgang, they can move on yeah. to the main roster. Yeah. Yeah, we're out of here, Joe. Sorry, you're on your own. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, pretty deadly. Sound of a smackdown. Uh, number, yeah, them with Maxim Male models would be great. Yeah, be mix it up else. with the other models. Yeah, that'd be something else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four. Four. They don't want none. AJ Styles and the OC. Uh, kind of what I said about Lashley would also apply to AJ. Um, you have AJ. You have the OC. You have a faction <clears throat> going to SmackDown to feud with the Bloodline. Uh, it's been a while since we've seen AJ feud with Roman Reigns over the title. That was shortly after Roman. Sorry, shortly after AJ came to mm-hmm. WWE. Mm-hmm. He had that yeah. feud with Roman Reigns. It was really good. It was like, mm-hmm. you know, one of the one of one of the 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 AJ's best early feuds, and got yeah. some really good matches out of Roman Reigns. So to revisit that now, several years later, you got the good brothers with AJ's back going up against the Bloodline. That could be fun, dude. AJ Styles and the Good Brothers against Imperium. That would be good too. Imagine AJ versus Gunther. Holy shit. That would be a match and a half right there. Yeah, it would I like that. That's good stuff. Of course, AJ Styles, SmackDown is the house that he built, according to him. Yeah. Be, make all the sense in the world for him to go back. He's going to get a big response when he comes back. Oh, yeah. You know, he was he was Mr. Durable for so long. It was very rare that he was out for very long. Now that it's been a while, um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing him come back because the, the crowd, I think, is really missing him. And, uh, and now, especially under Triple H, Seeing him with like a returning Shinsuke, let's say they revisit that feud because it was sort of not great when they first did it for the WWE title. But there's a lot of things you could do with AJ, especially if he's mixing up for like the Intercontinental Championship on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. That could be some really cool stuff right there. Yeah, it'd be nice to have him revisit the feud with Nakamura and and not have the feud center around shots to the front area. Yeah, that's yeah, that's all that was. That was yeah. the whole point of it. That was the whole thing about that feud. It's all. Yeah. It's all it did. You need it's more, like just wear a cup, and then that's it. You don't have to worry about it anymore. Problem solved. Yeah, maybe like even like a cup with like some spikes on it. Well, you, you know, might be able so to see, tell that's there. Just wear some low hanging pants. Well, even then, depending on the the, the length of the spikes, it might be it must be pretty obvious. There's something going on there. That okay. No, no way. Uh, let's move on. Number three. Three. Charlotte Flair. So I think she's taking a little bit of time off. Which makes sense. But when she returns, do you want to see her return to the red brand? Yeah. Um, it seems inevitable at this point that we're going to get Bianca versus Charlotte. Um, and if, if if Charlotte gets drafted to Raw, again, it's, you know, it's it's Rhea beat her. I don't think we need to revisit that feud for a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, the match was fantastic from a storyline perspective. You know, going into the, the, the largest show of the year, WrestleMania, creative managed to not really put much together for them. No, um, uh, which is kind of disappointing, even though the match delivered. 
so yeah, have Charlotte come over to to Raw. Um, you know, have her feud with Bianca. Uh, maybe uh, she can feud with Bailey over there or EO. You know, there's a lot of good match matchup possibilities for her over yeah. on Raw as well. So I think it would make a lot of sense. Yeah, absolutely. Would you flip? Because I know we're going to talk about something tangential to this. Would you flip Becky over to SmackDown as well? We haven't really talked her talked about her on this list. We're about to reference her husband here in a moment. Yeah. Which, if one goes, the other would go. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I could see the same thing for Becky, perhaps as well. You know, a fresh set of matchups. Mm-hmm. Last we saw, her and Charlotte didn't exactly get along when no. they did that title switch thing, which was really silly. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, instead of having like all three horsewomen on the same brand, maybe you'd flip Becky if you brought Charlotte over yeah. to Raw as well. Yeah, that's possible. That's possible. I mean, it, it would it would it would offer up a, a fresh title uh, program mm-hmm. between Becky and Rhea at some point. Yeah, yeah, um, which would be cool to see. So that would mm-hmm. yeah, that would make a lot of sense. That would yeah, that absolutely would. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. If they're gonna give Rhea the same treatment they gave sort of Bianca, where she beats a lot of high profile, you know, uh, more established names and Becky could be number one on that list. Yeah. Uh, let's move on. Number two, speaking of Becky Lynch, Seth Rollins, of course they're married as you know. Yes, they are. So yeah, if, if, if one of them changed brands, they're both going to change brands. Uh-huh. Um, Seth was on SmackDown for a year, I think a couple years back. Um, and, uh, again, it's, it's, it's a situation where, if Cody's not going to face Roman this summer and again for the titles, Seth should be Roman's summer program. That should be the match yeah. for the Universal t- uh, Championships, the Undisputed Universal Championships at SummerSlam. Yeah, is is we got a little taste of this the Rumble uh, uh, a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm, yeah, where Seth is really playing the mind games. Oh, that was good stuff. That too. was fantastic stuff. Um, and it's like one of only two losses that Roman has on his record as head of the table. Mm-hmm. Lost to Xavier Woods uh, by yes. DQ, even yes, though they got Haven got that overturned. Uh, <laughs> also here, Seth won by DQ. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like if you if you want to add some real dimension to Roman's character, because betrayal is a huge thing for him, mm-hmm, yeah. a massive thing, and that all starts here with Seth Rollins when he betrayed mm-hmm. him and, and broke up the Shield. So if Roman could finally beat Seth, something he's never been able to do. Mm-hmm. And kind of close that chapter, maybe, 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 maybe find a way to move past that initial betrayal, mm-hmm. um, and think, all right, days of being betrayed are behind me. Only for Jay to eventually lead to him losing the titles. Mm-hmm. That could be some good stuff. There could be some really good stuff there. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree with this. Do you think there's any speaking of Roman? Is there any scenario in which you think the WWE might find it advantageous? to switch him over to be a raw superstar. He's sort of like whatever superstar he wants. I mean, I know officially he's SmackDown. Like we've said, he doesn't really hang out on raw. Do you think they're going to address Roman reigns in the draft? Like, should they given that he's the champion on both brands? I, I, I... are they going to do a thing where Heyman says the tribal chief is not exclusive to one brand. Like, they got to do that, right? Because he's a champion of both brands. You know what's going to happen is SmackDowns get the first pick, they pick Roman. And is that how they, that, that's how they that's split it. the title? That's, that's what they it, did yeah. with Brock uh, 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he went they to just, SmackDown. SmackDown have the first pick and they'll, and they'll draft Roman. And then Raw have the second one, they'll pick Cody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You're probably right. Um, you're probably right. That, that's, that's, that's what my feeling is. Uh, but, you know, we'll see if that, if that's how it plays out. 
another uh, good reason for Rollins to get off Ross because I feel like he's gone through a lot of the feuds over there. You know what I think the first couple ones are going to be? Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. Uh, you're right. It's going to be Roman to SmackDown first. Probably Bianca to Raw first for Raw. And then if they go back to SmackDown, I forget, do they do, they do SmackDown, Raw, Raw, SmackDown? It used to be Raw, SmackDown, Raw, SmackDown, Raw, because for every two picks, SmackDown gets Raw gets three. That's how they've done it because they Maybe. have the extra hour. Okay. All right. So if Raw picks first, they'll probably just like pick Bianca, right? Yeah, probably. <laughs> the look on your face is like, like they probably shouldn't. You should go with Roman, <laughs> but they're not going to. So like Bianca probably go first, and then you do Roman uh, for SmackDown, and then Raw, and then Raw does Cody. Yeah, and then uh, uh, SmackDown would do Rhea. Yeah, and then Raw would do. Uh, I don't know who. What they'll probably do is is do like a snake dress. They'll do SmackDown, Raw, Raw, SmackDown, Raw. Oh, maybe. Yeah, okay. So oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Okay. So it'll so, be Roman. Roman. Bianca Cody. Yeah, yeah. And then Rhea. Rhea, Rhea yeah. And, and then, then I don't know who will Raw take then. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, getting back to it. Uh, no, because the first uh, the first four are kind of the most obvious ones, you yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, Seth Rollins, there's a lot of stuff he can do there on SmackDown. Yeah. It's been since I do, when you said that he was on SmackDown, yeah, it was in 2021 that he was on SmackDown and I'll be honest with you. I barely remember that. Was that during uh Thunderdome? It was probably during Thunder Thunderdome, wasn't it? It would have been, if it was 2021. It would have been Thunderdome. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I think well, so. the first half of the year was Thunderdome, wasn't it? I don't know. It was yeah. July when they when they went back out on the road. So yeah, he was on Raw, and then in 2020, in October 2020, got drafted. To uh, he went over to SmackDown. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that it would have been right. part of the the Thunderdome area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Anyways, moving on to number one. One. Cody Rhodes. You want Cody so, Rhodes to go to SmackDown? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Fresh matchup. Fresh matchups. Feels like more of a SmackDown guy. Uh, I don't know. It all depends. Honestly, some of it depends on what they're going to do with Roman. You know, it's like, are they going to keep him in the same vicinity? Um, Doesn't matter because Roman's kind of a dual brand guy. Um, but Cody's been there on right. And, and also it depends on what they're going to do with the matchups. If Seth Rollins is going to leave, you don't want him in the same place as Cody Rhodes necessarily. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. You know, you said earlier on, you know, Cody versus Gunther is an intriguing matchup. Um, there's a number of things I think you can do with Cody. But uh, if, if you want to look, Triple H said this is going to be a game changing draft. Cody's like the top non-champion free agent uh, or, or available person. Yeah, he's going to switch brands. That's going to be that's probably going to be a thing because it's a big deal. Him or Seth are going to switch brands. I can yeah. see that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and a lot depends too if uh, on what they do with the titles. If they split titles, you know, then Roman for sure. I feel like it's going to stay on SmackDown. Then Cody will stay on Raw, and 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 especially if it's a WWE title, that is the Raw title. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. Cody will win it at some point. Yeah, and yeah. and you know may, whether they get back to him ever uh, challenging Roman at all. Probably not. Mm-hmm. Not while Roman's on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Um. 
It's going to feel weird, though. It's going to feel like less, I'm not going to say less an accomplishment. It's not going to feel as substantial if Cody doesn't beat Roman for those belts, though. I feel like... <sighs> or the possibility is there, where, where seemingly his popularity was at its peak at WrestleMania, came up short, and then, I don't know, like in in, in July or something. Like they have a tournament in the finals is Cody versus Seth. Seth. Yeah. Cody wins. Yeah. You know, he gets the moment with the WB title and that's great. But he didn't beat Roman to get it, you know? I feel like you're right. But as long as he makes it part of his character that he did what he set out to accomplish, he should be happy. Mm-hmm. He should be fine but he didn't beat Roman and that's going to stick with him. And then you use that to build his motivation going forward, because if he loses to anybody, he'll know that maybe he wasn't ready for Roman. Mm -hmm. And eventually like, you know, he has a a very long title reign, you know, where he beats people very easily, you know, people like Gunther. Um, And, uh, (laughs) and eventually he gets the opportunity against Roman Reigns, and he and he ends up winning. And maybe that's not even for titles. Maybe that's post Cody and Roman Reigns yeah. titles. And then yeah. you can build that to a big thing. If if you if you really maximize the potential of Cody Rhodes, then his eventual meeting with Roman Reigns can be away from titles. It could be the match that we never got. It could be the the last thing that Cody Rhodes never did was Roman Reigns, and that it's just like Rock Austin. Rock could never beat Austin until 19, until yeah. the very, until no Austin's last real yeah. match. Yeah. 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 That could be the thing. That like could he be. could win everything, but it's not enough for him. That'd yeah. be an interesting story. That I could think. be, that could be if they went that route. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. that could, that could make the title win feel, feel important, but the, the quest to still beat Roman, uh, still be on the table and still be something meaningful that, that he needs to get done before he calls it a, calls it a career. Because as long as you dress it up, as long as you have all the pageantry and you have it at Madison Square Garden, him beating Seth Rollins for the title or him beating somebody else for the title is still a pretty big deal. And no, it's nowhere close to what could have happened at WrestleMania. I agree with that. But I think it'll still make people happy to make him happy. Mm -hmm. But if you give him that little chip on his shoulder like, "Mm, I didn't do this, though, Mm -hmm. then you can you can get a lot of mileage out of that. Yeah, you could. If they do it right, which maybe they won't. So anyways, uh, yeah, that's going to do it for this episode of Count Out. Let us know who you think needs to change brands in the draft. Oh, one of my honorable mentions, I mentioned this on the show the other day, and that's Dominic Mysterio being drafted out of Judgment Day. I think that could be really fucking cool, and it'd be super ballsy. And then what if he just decides to show up on the other brand anyways? to hang out with Judgment Day, and that's always a problem for Pierce because he starts getting involved in matches. If Dominic becomes like the real wild card Mm -hmm. of like the WWE, I think that would be perfectly in line with where his trajectory is headed. I think you could do a lot of fun stuff with that. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, uh, that's going to do it for the show. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. 
Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. 